Welcome to Morning Commute. I'm Brad Doles. And I am Sam Albert. You know, Brad and I have been friends for many years. Uh, that's true. Probably, I don't know, five or more. And we've built this friendship on making conversations that we talk about basically anything we can think about. It's like no topic is off the table. And so we wanted to open that up and share that kind of talk with other people. Yeah. So we devised this podcast. It's a 20 to 30 minute podcast in which we just kind of freeform talk about the things that we talk about all the time. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Morning Commute. Hi, Sam. Hello. We just had a, a small break there to kind of talk about what our next episode was. And, and we have a, a topics list. We write things on just when we think about them so that we'll, we can think about coming back to them. And one of the things I wrote on the topic list is how much are you allowed to make fun of people. I listen to a podcast called Behind the Bastards, and they just talk about the worst people in history. They've covered Weinstein and Bill Cosby and Osama bin Laden. And on the last episode, they covered Mark Zuckerberg. And they were going through his history and some of the, the stuff that makes up him. And one of the things that came up was oh and he collected swords and oh he collected knives and ha 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 isn't that funny and the type of person that would collect swords and that kind of nerdy loser blah 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 and clearly he was meant to be a bad person because of that and i don't know if you're picking up on the where i'm going with this at least an earlier version of brad i don't do it anymore but i collected swords and knives and when i heard that it made me feel like an other, you know? It made mm -hmm. me feel like, well, I don't fit into society and kind of crappy, you know? Mm -hmm. But I also understand from the comedic side of things, poking fun at stuff. Mm -hmm. So the bigger question right now is, where should the lines between what you can poke fun at should I be offended at that? Should I be mad that they did that and think that they're bad because they poked fun at collecting knives and swords? Or what's the in-between? What do you think? I have really strong feelings about this. I don't think there should be a line mm -hmm. at all. And I say that as someone who's willing to be skewered in any way, shape, or form, whether it's appropriate or not, whether it's sexist or not, whether it's anti-Semitic or not. Uh, as a Jewish woman, you know, because I get really nervous about PC culture. I get really nervous about a careful culture. I understand the idea of being mindful and aware, but we've talked about this, how the pendulum kind of will swing in one wide direction and then go in the other direction. And I just really think that being overly careful about what we're allowed to ridicule infringes A, on freedom of speech, and B, I think can promote a certain, um, almost like a dictatorship in our thinking. You don't even think we should put those limits on ourselves? I mean, I think we should put those limits on ourselves in terms of you make your limit. Right. But as a culture, I don't think. But what do you think creates that limit for you? For me personally, I have limits based on my comfort level, but I don't think there should be limits. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'll tell you why. When I was at Second City, 9-11 happened. At this theater, you, you write shows collectively as a cast. And we had done two weeks of rehearsal and then 9-11 happened. And I remember super clearly the head honcho boss coming in to us. It was a, a cast of it was six performers, 
a musician and a stage manager and we all and a director as well we all wrote a show together and i remember the head honcho boss coming in and saying i know this sounds weird but our job we are social political satirists. It's our job to take what's going on in the world and lambast it and make fun of it. Because as Moliere once said, if you can make people laugh, you oftentimes can make people think. And so he said, somehow you've got to take what just happened, this horrible thing that happened in our country, and you have to write a comedy show about it. And we were all like, what are you talking about? On so many levels, it was just a verboten issue, comedically, obviously. First of all, the the devastation and the lives lost. And then, of course, the um, there was all that foreign policy stuff. And anyway, and the director did a great job leading us through what could have been a minefield, right? To find an angle of comedy rising from this terrible tragedy. But if we had been too careful, I don't think we would have been able to do what I think I feel in the end came out to be a really meaningful comedy show about one of the worst moments in our history. Yeah, I think I think I kind of disagree with you. That's good. That makes for interesting uh, podcasts. Yeah. First of all, I think what you said is two different things. The limitations that I'm putting on comedy is hurting people where you're just talking about a sensitive subject matter. And I think... If there was a comedy club downtown Mm -hmm. and the sole purpose of that comedy club, the only kind of comedy in there was making fun of black people and trans people. That's the only kind of comedy they did there. Mm -hmm. Do you think you would be like, but no, I think that's fine. Again, yes. And let me explain why. I don't think that we should censor comedy, even if it's racist, even if it's sexist. No, I completely disagree. Because the message there is we should hate those people. Everything is about what story are you telling? What message are you trying to get across? And the message in that room isn't, isn't anything but let me tell you how to hate these people. I see your point, but I think there's a bigger issue there than just that, which is if you start regulating what people are allowed to say publicly, I think you're pushing it up to a level that I'm not asking. As a person doing comedy, what regulation, what rules should you be placing on yourself? And of looking at other people, whether or not you judge them. Because you, you might be able to lay down right now and say, I think that should be allowed and stuff. But at the end of the day, you would look at the people coming out of that comedy room and doing that comedy and you would judge them as bad people for doing it. And I think that is the proper response. I agree with you. I think it's hateful. And me personally, my moral code, I would never patronize a show where that was the material. However, my desire for free expression and free speech is greater than my disdain for horrible people. And so I would rather take the chance that horrible people are going to say horrible things so that I have the freedom to say what I want to say than to regulate it. But I'm not saying regulate it. What do you At saying? what point as a human being will you judge another person? From inside, I'm going to have a personal standard for myself and I'm going uh, to have a personal standard for, if nothing else, the people that I surround myself with. Okay, so you're not even talking, we're silencing these people. You're talking about from on a moral level, not a like legal level, these people can't have their transphobic. I think one can connect to the other. I'm more concerned with the one that we can control, which is us, right? I think 
yeah. And I, and, and I don't think that, that the rule is when it comes to, I won't do it when it comes to black people. It's got to be a more fine-tuned one than that, because then a Jewish person comes around and you're like, oh, well, and Jewish people, you know, it's got to be a more general rule where you go like that type of joke that I'm making of them as an other. Uh, so much of comedy in general is built on the idea of other. I think we're in agreement on a certain level, which mm -hmm. is, would I do transphobic comedy? No, I don't think that's funny. And I don't want to, as you pointed out, perpetuate that kind of otherness and hate. I like inclusion comedy. So that's what I would focus on. If I'm going to make fun of anybody, as you know, it tends to be myself. Yeah. self-deprecating humor and that way I'm the target and not anybody else but I don't know to what extent we can even I mean we can't regulate that in other people the only thing we can control is what we avail ourselves to in terms of supporting right all right maybe I can bring it down because I'm thinking of like the things that we could control yeah Sam owns a comedy club yeah you are 100% in control of who is on your stage and yes. you are considered representative of the people on that stage. Yeah. Do you make no rules about what can be said on that stage? Where I draw the line is, let's say I own a comedy club and I've decided you can't do racist humor or transphobic humor. Where I draw the line is Sam sees that across the street there's a comedy club that's specifically transphobic humor or let me say as a Jewish woman, that's all anti-Semitic humor. I'm not going to write to my community and say, let's shut this place down. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I've just always firmly felt I don't want to support it with my money, but I don't want to stop it because then what will be stopped next within this culture that's getting so horribly PC? Yeah, well, uh, I think we disagree on a couple of levels. I understand where you're coming from with the, we're not making it illegal and we're not shutting it down and freedom of speech is a big thing. Mm -hmm. But I think that you have to start drawing lines of where you think that we're going to go as a culture and being able to speak out on that as far as people go, because that's important too. But I get behind the idea of punching up instead of punching down. You still get the thrill of making fun of somebody, but you're making fun of somebody in power instead of making fun of somebody for being in a poor position, you know? Your position, and tell me if I'm strawmanning your position too much, it seems that your idea of freedom of speech is so elevated that you, you're scared to, to put any limitation on it for fear of that free speech thing toppling too much. But I think my position is, no, but we still have to be able to define our limitations because the reason that's out there is people's freedoms and to the extent that jokes are holding down people's freedoms we should back off on them okay how do you police that or can you even really I, I don't i don't think you do police it i think that the way that we're policing it now and i think that it has gone too far i agree with you there but the way that we're kind of policing it now where us as a society just goes no we're not gonna we're not gonna take that from that person bill cosby is not going to get a new show because we don't like bill cosby as a person Roseanne Barr made a racist joke on Twitter, and now she had a TV show taken away from her. And it wasn't a law, and it wasn't anything other than a bunch of people speaking up and saying, no, that's not okay. 
but you disagree with that. I can see it in your eyes. I think there's a difference between Cosby and Roseanne. Cosby raped women. Right. He shouldn't be a free man. Roseanne made a terrible racist joke. Right. I don't support it. I don't think it was right. I don't agree with her being let go. Because then it gets into an even deeper issue, which we've talked about before, like the whole James Gunn situation, which is 10 years ago, or he made some homophobic jokes or something, or sexist homophobic jokes, and now he's getting fired. I mean, I know it all came out in the wash in the end, but then to what extent are we held responsible for things we said, quote, comedically 10, 15 years ago? Yeah, and that is a whole other topic almost but i do think that we're we don't we don't forgive people fast enough for stuff Mm -hmm. like that why couldn't people have positioned to roseanne like that that is very upsetting to a lot of people take a racial sensitivity class and you know what i i agree with that i think that maybe her being fired was a bit too strong and Mm -hmm. even if she apologized even if she apologized and it was disingenuous it still puts a message out to the world that we don't tolerate You know what I mean? Yes. Then we go even deeper, which is, is that really why they did it? Or did they do it because enough people were so outraged that they knew they wouldn't watch the show. They wouldn't get advertised. I mean, it was a money situation when you really come down to it. There was zero moral decision from the network. It's it's always money when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, But money is the only hammer that we have to throw around, right? Yeah. I mean, there isn't a clear answer. I agree. I do think that we came a little bit closer to the center there in the fact that I think the bigger issue is the message getting out there that it's not okay to be a jerk, I guess. Mm -hmm. And even being a jerk in humor is fine. It's not like Roseanne was being held up to this, you know, Bill Cosby, <laughs> to pull another person out, right. level of adoration in her sitcom. You know, she was always kind of a jerk. But it's this idea that that she's just being, she's being a jerk to an entire race of people and pretending like that's okay. Well, and here's a question, though. Dave Chappelle got in trouble for his most recent special because he made fun of trans people and Asian people as well. Uh-huh. And I'm curious to know, is there any exception for a, and I don't, I'm legitimately asking this, a minority poking fun at another minority? I think he's still punching down because okay. even though he's a minority, he's elevated his status a bit by being insanely wealthy. Okay. And I think that you do have a point if he was an upcoming comedian, then he, maybe he'd be punching a little sideways. <laughs> But now he's punching down. I'd also say that I don't know if I agree with the pushback because with comedy, with everything, there always is layers to the joke and people can be too sensitive and I'd want to hear it and figure out what I thought he meant. Um, And I don't know what the jokes are and I'll probably listen to the comedy special at some point and see what I thought about it. I know that I thought that his Comedy Central show was really funny that he did a really Mm -hmm. good job with it. But he experienced a weird phenomenon with that. It's the same thing that Colbert had a problem with with his original, uh, the Colbert Report, was people that he agreed with and people who disagreed with him thought he was funny for two entirely different reasons. 
and Chappelle's show, there was a big difference between the people who were laughing with him and the people who were laughing at him. And that's essentially from what I understand why he got out of the show is because he felt like he was putting out a message that he didn't agree with. And it's not the message he was putting out. It was the way they were interpreting it. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I remember when um, I was performing at this comedy theater and it was maybe a year after 9-11 and we had this whole thing about how suddenly everybody was using patriotism to sell things. Freedom prize. Yeah, exactly. And so we had this song and at the end of the song, a guy comes out wearing the American flag, almost like a shawl. Mm -hmm. And I remember some guy in the audience stood up and started yelling. We were desecrating the American flag and we didn't understand what true patriotism was. And essentially we were agreeing with him. That's what we were parodying. Right. The people who are using this for commercial advantage, but aren't really patriots. It was just really funny. So we wanted to like sit down with them after and say, sir, we're agreeing with you. The thing that you hate about what you saw is what we're making fun of. You just missed it. Yeah, that's where I start to slide over towards your end of the spectrum because Mm -hmm. if it came to making fun of religion, I'd be, yeah, no, I'm 100% on board with that. Does that make it sound like I'm making fun of religious people? There's certainly enough people that would interpret it that way, but Mm -hmm. that's not I would be making fun of the ideas, not the people, but there'd be plenty of people who would think I was doing it the other way around. And I would probably get close to doing it the other way around because in my heart, sometimes I am making fun of them. I just have yeah. to be careful about how it comes out of my mouth. And and I just want to stress, I don't consider myself transphobic or racist or anti-Semitic or anti-feminism. Um, however, I, I don't think there's room for censorship in comedy. Just comedy? I, you know, I don't know if I've really thought through other things as much. I just think that humor, you can't put a lid on humor, in my opinion. Even if that means that there's some hate humor that comes out of it, I still think it's worth it for the freedom that it allows. Yeah. And I think, despite what this conversation sounds like, I think I'm a lot closer to what you think than it sounds Mm -hmm. like I am. I do just kind of feel like there is a wall there and it's hard to define. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't want to hurt people. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely been part of comedy shows where I thought, outright thought, I don't think that person should be allowed to be on the stage with me. Mm but I don't know where that line should be. Yeah. If you're listening to this right now and you think you know where the line should be, we want to hear it. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, as I was trying to point out earlier, I'm not sure it came out of my mouth right. I'm, I'm kind of interested in what the general rule is, like punching up and punching down. Are there some more broad guidelines that you can write that makes making these rules, if not as a society, just in your head easier? To, to make sure that you're doing things the way you want. Because I think if you do things that are like, well, I won't make fun of black people or trans, then you're making it too simple. There's got to be a more general rule than that so that you're not accidentally hurting the people that you don't want to hurt. So if you have anything to say about any of the things that we said, write to us at morningcommute.com sambread at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail if it's easier just to leave a message at anchor.fm forward slash morning commute sambrat thanks everyone i appreciate it bye-bye bye